All right. Are you ready? Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Carlisle Tattoo Co. Bold, bright and everlasting. You can find us at 178 Carlisle Street, St Kilda, Melbourne, Australia. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Carlisle Studios. My name is Hal Hunter and I'm joined today by... Cody Hill, back again. Welcome back. Everyone's been requesting that you come back on. (sighs) Boys light up. (laughs) (laughs) Most popular... Well, I actually think it is the most popular episode was the one that you were on. Yeah, it's because I'm full of filth. Or is it just because of the name that we called it? Most definitely. Dictats and Heroin. Episode one. It is the most pop. It's the most listened to episode. By how much? Five hundred plays, roughly, from what I can see off the top of my head. Just chump change. Yeah. Now, nah, welcome back, Cody. Thank you. Just you and me this morning. Bella's having a week off. She requested. Too tired this morning to record the podcast. That's weak sauce. I know. And we're back in the tattoo shop recording today. And in the morning. It is in the morning. I know. And now I know all the reasons why we decided to stop recording at the shop in the morning. Why is that? It's hard to get here early. I live a long way away. It's the traffic. (laughs) Um, How's your week been, Cody? Uh, Last week was actually pretty good. Yeah? Looking back on my phone, yeah. Tuesday was like a... Big cobra on the back of the arm and an elbow web. I sold him up on the web. He wasn't going to do it. And I you was did. Like, Come on, just do it. You travel from Ballarat. You may as well. <laughs> um, what else did I do? Dave, I flaked out on his back. First session he's uh, bailed on. So pretty impressive. We'll be talking about that back that piece foot. later. Yeah. He's gone like every week for like eight weeks or something like that. He does small stints, but still, still pretty impressive. I did like a hand of cards with the dice and a cigarette on the back of the head. Nothing wrong with that. That was a cool tap. Yeah. Unique as well and different placement, I thought. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was actually just- On the side of the back of his head. Yeah. Sort of behind the ears, sort of the back of the head. That was cool. I liked that. And then um, I think the big one was this massive battle royale I outlined on this bloke's front. And mm-hmm. I drew it like A3 and I was like, surely that'll be big enough. He walked in, he was a big boy. <laughs> so this thing ended up being like, it would have been A2 at least. Yeah, well, I would say. It was huge. He was taller than me. So it, it was massive. Like six foot three, six foot four. Yeah. Yeah. But he copped that well. He actually did. Yeah. He died Just at the surprising. end. But that was after like four hours. But he was still in good spirits though. Yeah. So absolutely. he wasn't like cooked. Yeah, he was stoked when we were done. So that's good. Anything else? Um, Is that the week? Just some sort of standard stuff Panther, Eagle and Snake on Saturday But I got to do my thing So it was good fun Yeah, nice yeah. Solid week actually You got a good week this week? Yeah, I'm getting tattooed a bit So oh, yeah? not working as much as I normally would oh, And you were complaining about not doing many tats the other week yeah, And now you just well, having time off Here we go <laughs> Glutton for punishment You are What are you getting done? Uh, I got tattooed by Johnny Doll yesterday yeah. and finishing my back tomorrow. That's exciting. Yeah. That actually leads on to the first thing I wrote down and things to talk about. Your back. My back. Yeah. How long have you been getting it done for? Uh, started it in March 2019 mm-hmm. before I even actually realized I was going to start tattooing, so... Yeah, we fin- we're finishing it on, what, the 29th of March, so it's been a... Four-year ordeal. And how many appointments have you cancelled? 
Oh, this is where I'm an absolute dog. Uh, <laughs> I think I cancelled 16 appointments over the course of it. Yep. So you're getting it done by Rob Mopar at Sacred Monkey? Yep, in queue. Someone trying to break into the front of the shop? No, I think it's Mickey, maybe. <laughs> We're at the shop in the morning, so there'll be people coming in and out if you hear background noise. Um, no, you've actually put a lot of effort into getting your back finished. Yeah. Impressive. I reckon, well, I went back in October. I think I had two sessions October. No, it was two sessions November, one session December. I think I had two in January. Yep. One in Feb, and I think this will be the third for March. And it's a full, just to give people an idea, it's a full Japanese back piece comes down to the back of your knees. Yeah. So it covers your ass, back of your thighs. I think we've done roughly 40 hours, or maybe a bit over. Yeah, well, and it's, it's pretty impressive. Oh, yeah. I've been fighting some demons, that's for sure. <laughs> and you started recently your first back job. I sure did. On? Davo. Your world's fa- best customer. He actually is the world's best customer for you. Oh, for anyone. Yeah. Well, give us a rundown. What's, week in, week out. Uh, what's yes. been your experience with it? What are you, what are you doing on him? So I've d- decided to do the Coleman Dragon. Um, he had some like exi- existing old tats from like the 90s on each shoulder blade. So we just threw some clouds around that. Um, chucked the dragon underneath. The clouds run over the sides of the dragon a little bit. And then a few swallows flying around up the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a good experience, honestly. He was never even going to get his back done. Oh, really? But then I just started pushing him. I was like, you've got to do your back. And I yeah. think you were a little bit as well. Well, he's and got everywhere else done. He's got, he doesn't have his guts done, but he's got his chest and all that. Yeah. Arms. You do some on his legs. You've done his head, neck and everything. So it's yeah. like, it makes sense to get your back done. Absolutely. And yeah, him just saying like, he never planned to do it. But in the end, he was just sort of happy for me to do my thing. But I said, oh, let's just do the common dragon. You haven't got a dragon. It's nice and easy. Like easy first back for me, I feel mm-hmm. like. And we've just been able to chip away at it. Like we've sort of done two hour appointments every week for like the past eight weeks, I think. Yeah, he comes in really well every week. Yeah. So, yeah and regularly. he was really quickly. Like every time he's coming in, it's all been yeah. healed. That's with color, like putting in grey colour as well, which usually takes a bit longer to heal. So there's been a good turnaround on it. Yeah. But overall, it's been a good experience. There's always things that you wish you had have done better or did differently. But I think overall I like really took my time drawing it and the approach has just been like pretty relaxed. So I've just been able to sort of cruise along with it, think clearly. Doesn't mean a massive pressure to like get it done in a short amount of time and stuff like that. Yep. So it's been overall a good experience and we'll finish that on Thursday this week. Oh, sick. Yeah. I actually think he puts more pressure on himself than He definitely than does. Do. Like he gets worked up and he's like, oh, I'm fucking weak, mate. I'm weak. And I'm like, <laughs> mate, you've just sat there for like four and a half hours, not said a thing. And it's also like, mate, you're 54 getting your back done. If there's yeah. any any dude that age that has their back done already, they would think you're fucking crazy for doing it now. Yeah. Definitely. I couldn't be fucked doing mine again, so... No fucking way. And he's 24 years older than me. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I wouldn't want to do it then either. Absolutely. No, it's been... Um, I think it's always interesting, you know, when you do when you start doing, like, obviously, like, more larger scale work and the approach and stuff like that. And I think what you said so true is, like, probably same with any tattoo is, like, you can be happy with the end result, but, you know, you're always, there's always something in there that you wanted to maybe look different or have gone more smoothly or something like that. Absolutely. 
And I think, yeah, just going through that on a larger scale, obviously like well, a larger scale tattoo, the areas that you might want to be different is obviously larger than on a small palm size tat. So um, no, I've been pretty impressed with how it's been going. It helps when you have a good customer who lies there and just, just fucking gets it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I've gotten written down here 24 hours in Brisbane. <laughs> Do you want to run us through that trip? Uh, well, since you came on last, we went, we've been on two trips together. Really? Was it that long ago? Yeah, it was last year that we did. Yeah, yeah last right, year. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, you're the one that invited me in the end, but I don't know, went and tattooed at the show down by, who was that? I don't know. His name's Jay. You know, you know all the details. I know all the details. We flew to, we've spoken about it before, but we flew to Brisbane for <laughs> literally 24 hours, 6 a.m. flight from Melbourne on the Saturday, and we flew back on the Sunday morning at 6 a.m., and we just really... Essentially, all we did was fly to Brisbane, get breakfast, go to this pub, tattoo for 10 hours, go... Where'd we walk to? What's that area called? Fortitude Valley. We like walked the a proper strip with all the yeah. strip clubs and clubs and shit like that. It was like Armageddon. It was actually chaotic there because that was the only place there was food open. Yeah. Had the shittest fucking kebab I've ever had in my life. I felt genuinely sick <laughs> for like two <laughs> days after eating that. Yeah. And then we went to the airport hotel... And then we just went to the plane in the morning and flew home. Yeah, it was like pretty funny because it was like we got there so early, Mm -hmm. sat at breakfast for probably two hours, (laughs) then sat in the venue for two hours and we were essentially just sleeping on the couches because (laughs) we'd gotten up way too early. Yep. Well, I was worried that like the flight would be delayed or something and then we'd miss the fucking thing. It was a difficult venue to tattoo in with the lighting. It was a nightmare. Pitch black. (laughs) And it was loud, very, very loud with the bands playing. It was cool. There's actually, he's coming, I think it's in October. They're having the Melbourne one. Oh, true. And he said five of us can go, same setup. Oh, sick. So I, I haven't asked who wants to do it yet, but- I'll do it again. Um, I knew you would. So yeah, the showdown, it's coming to Melbourne. It's a motorcycle chopper show, live bands um, and tattooing, live tattooing. Yeah. So, and a bar. Yeah, there'll be more info about that, obviously, in the coming months and stuff like that. But um, my, the one memory I have from that that I think is the funniest is I messaged you saying, I'm not bringing any clothes because yeah. we're only going for 24 hours. But I meant like, I'm not bringing like a suitcase of clothes. You know what I mean? But I did bring in my backpack, like a t-shirt, spare undies. Um, oh, you're making me sound like the dirtiest guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you literally bought nothing. Nah, my bag was full of tat shit. I couldn't fit anything more in it if I wanted to. So after tattooing for 10 hours, in, it was hot in there as well. Yeah. Sweaty mess on the plane back to Melbourne. Yeah. Uber would have loved having me in the car. And, and I was like, out. did you not bring any t-shirts or whatever? And you were like, you told me not to bring any clothes. And I was like, no, I meant don't bring like excessive amounts of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I like the confidence though that you've come, you've got on a plane for 24 hours essentially. And you're just like, fuck, I'm just wearing these short and t-shirts. Literally, there and back. <laughs> oh, I've I've done worse. And the the trip to Sydney that I hijacked that was good. It was a good trip. Yeah, that was definitely good. I think like, in, well, it was like I went same time last year, but it was like completely different this time around. It was Why? Like I'd already met the met the guys. Um reach as far as like clients go in Sydney had grown substantially. So it was like last time I went up, I reckon I had like 
six bookings and only three of them came through in the end. Yep. And then this time it was like, I reckon I had like three cancellations so I filled them all. Yep. I don't think there was one cancellation I didn't fill. I also went up there to get tattooed a bit, so that was good. <laughs> um, you did? What did you get? You got tattooed by Caleb at um, Rosie's? Yeah, got tattooed by Caleb Harrow, tattoo Rosie's in Surrey Hills. That was good. That was, I reckon that was probably like a major part of the trip for me, being able to go into a shop that essentially has like the most original stuff from like Australian tattoo history. Like they've got a large amount of original Bob Wood stuff there, Greg Ardron Flash. They've got the old, I think it's the old Sleeve Masters sign or the Illustrated Man sign in there. Like just stuff like that. And to be able to actually just look at that was very, I don't know. I think like inspiring and also like definitely solidify the path I sort of want to go down in tattooing. I think like that was a trip that helped me figure out what I want to do. And it's like as far as like where you want your career to go and stuff like that, maybe not so much, but to be able to see that Aussie stuff in the flat in the flesh and like see guys that are really committing to it mm-hmm. made me decide that that is the path I want to go down. Yeah. Because it's like you can every single person in the world wants American traditional, but it's like yep. why isn't the stuff the traditional where you're from more relevant or more important to you because it's like, I guess it's not as well known, but I yeah. think it is traditional is like essentially about maintaining the history of a style that's been around so long. So I think it's very important that we do so for the places that we're from as well. Yep. There's British traditional, there's American traditional, there's European traditional. So like, I just want to push the Aussie stuff. Yeah. And I think it's like, a, I don't know, it's probably a bit more cut back, a bit sharper, maybe a bit more aggressive. And that's what I've always liked in tattoos, especially yeah. as well. Well, it's funny. I remember when we first started the podcast, we put out a, a thing about like ask us questions for the one of the first episodes. And one of them, which I read to you was, how do you think American traditional has influenced on Australian traditional tattooing? And I was like, ah, oh, I don't really know how to answer that. And you were like, fuck, I'll answer it or whatever. So give us yeah. a rundown. Oh, well, you can, this, this is my two cents and I'm like, I've been around two seconds. So my opinion probably isn't that valid, <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I think, how do you put it? I think maybe traditional is like probably the most popular it's ever been. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're starting to see guys yeah. in the AFL and stuff like that wearing it. So that's probably a good sign that that's always an indicator that it's like high popularity yeah um so i think probably a good thing that it's getting the exposure that it is but it's probably oversaturating it a little bit that that stuff goes a bit unnoticed but it's not to say that the more and more you get into it you do start to hear about that but it would also massively depend on who you're getting tattooed by yeah as whether they're influenced by that stuff or not so Yes and no. <laughs> That's the thing. So I, I think it's, well, I think overwhelmingly traditional in Australia is influenced more heavily by American traditional. Yeah. But I think- the internet. That's because of the internet. Yeah. And, or even for me, for example, like the shows or the, the media that got me into tattooing were like Miami Inc. All those sort of shows. Like they're American TV shows. Yeah, yeah. Um. And then it was like, once I got into tattooing, then you start to hear about like 
obviously the more Australian-based stuff. Yeah. Um, but even for me, you know, like my favourite tattooers are American tattooers. So I'm still like the stuff I see daily or I look at more is like American stuff. Yeah. And I mean, I think the Australian stuff is obviously like the core guys who do it here in Australia. Yeah. And that's starting to expand more and more. Definitely. I think Sydney is like a big note on that. There's like a lot of, I wouldn't say like new guys. There are guys that have been tattooing for like a quite a while now, but this, the style is like very, very prominent in Sydney. Yeah. There are a lot of guys doing very, very Aussie stuff. But I think maybe, I don't know. You've got like, you've got King's Cross, you've got Max's Village Tattoo. You've got Roses that has all that in there. You've still got the Illustrated Man. You've got so many like long established shops sitting there still with the access to go look at that flash. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just more accessible up there. And mm. I don't know. That's why I'm going and getting tattooed by John. You know, I think it's like important to go and like pay your respect and sort of give him a bit of money because he did help <laughs> like create what Melbourne tattooing is now. Yeah, definitely. But also like just sitting there and watching him, the way he tattoos, looking at the flash on the walls, that can have a massive influence on your style. Yeah. No, definitely. Well, I definitely, yeah, I see more of the Aussie stuff. I know you're into it as well. Well, that's the thing. Like even when I was just getting tattooed and wasn't, oh, I think I wanted to tattoo like pretty early after getting tattooed, but it didn't really click in my head. But I was always just nerding out on it. Yeah. I was always just like looking at old Flash, watching weird fucking documentaries that I could find anywhere. <laughs> and it, it's, I don't know, I think I've always been like that with anything. When I love skating and stuff like that, I've always been like really into the history of stuff. Yeah. So it's like, I just nerd out on that shit. Yeah. It's like, well, I should probably be sitting there painting Flash, but instead I spend fucking five hours looking at some random Facebook group full of 70-year-old <laughs> dudes sharing photos of like old tattoo shops and yep. shit. But I love it. I don't know what it is, but I just love it. Well, that's good. Yeah. Uh, How did you get into tattooing? We didn't We didn't talk about this last time, I don't think. Didn't we? No, we talked about like how long you've been tattooing and stuff like that, but it's like, give me the in-depth rundown. Uh, First tattoo, how'd you know you wanted to tattoo? I have vaguely remember you telling me some story about like an uncle who had a tat shop or some shit like that. So, f- all right. So first tat, I was 18. I've probably been 18 three months. Yep. Uh, I got just like a panther head off Andre Cleary at Taboo Tattoo in Belgrave. Mm-hmm. I think Andre's been around since like late 70s, 80s. Yeah, okay. He's got a shop in Blackburn, Baronia and Belgrave. And that was like, Belgrave was the closest station I was growing up. I grew up in Emerald. And it was like, that was just the only tattoo shop I knew of. Yep. People were going like Purple Haze, but I was just with Rachel in Belgrave one day. And I was like, I really want to get tattooed. Get a tattoo. And she was like, oh, well, I never got your birthday present. You want to go get one? I was like, sweet, we're going there. Went in there and you said, like, oh, what do you want to get? I was like, just a panther head. And he was like, yeah, sweet, come back on Friday. I'll do it in the morning. Then my appointment was for like 10 a.m. and he rocked up at 12.30, <laughs> like relaxed as. And then just some like typical panther head off um, Google. It had a dagger in its head originally and I just got the panther head facing the wrong way on the inside of my forearm. <laughs> but still like I'll never get rid of it. I got yeah. tattooed by Andre. That's a pretty cool thing. He's been around a long time and it's me first one. So it's yeah. like the start of it. And, and essentially like... From getting that first tattoo, I remember him, I remember sitting there and he's like, before he started, he's like, 
you're going to be addicted now, mate. And I was like, oh, fucking whatever, you old cunt. <laughs> but, mate, it's true. It is. Like, it, it, it literally flicked a switch in my mind. Yeah. And then I made some fucking poor decisions from then on getting tattooed. What did you get after that? Was oh. it the feather? It's a quill. <laughs> <laughs> That's even worse. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's fucking fairly lasered now. I'm, still, wait, I'm still waiting for you to blast over that one, Hal. Um, maybe there was this guy in my area, I'm not going to name names because he's still tattoos, but he was just tattooing out of like his bedroom at home. And I was like, yeah, sick, I'll go get some shit. And I had like the most putrid taste. <laughs> like I got these little fucking fillers in the most random spots <laughs> upside down and shit like that. Like I got a fucking crescent moon that's like half blue, half yellow, <laughs> a fucking TP, just like the most putrid shit. What's and- the one that's like fluoro green that I tattooed over? Oh, that that was um I would have gone to the Oz Tattoo Expo, I reckon the following year, or maybe at the end of that year. Mm. It would have been at the end of the year because I got it I got my first tat. It was January twenty fourteen. So it would have been like December twenty fourteen. I remember yeah. like looking through these flashbooks and there was like we got there a bit later, so no one had any time on the Sunday. Mm. And I remember looking through these flashbooks and I was like, Oh yeah, that like looks traditional and then um, I got it and everyone's like, why'd you get a wishbone? And I was like, oh, I didn't even know it was a wishbone. I just thought it was like some traditional flowers. I don't even know what the fuck I thought it was, but it was like full <laughs> Neo, like fluorescent blue and green and orange and <laughs> shit like that. Didn't live that one down. No. But yeah, my arms are fucked. Uh, one's half decent. It's got It's got some very... Early Hell Hunter stuff. You can, uh, see, you can see the that, progression as you move up. You def, you've got the body of work of mine over the generation. Are we even saying half decent? Maybe the top. Um, I, li- I like the Pharaoh's horses. Yeah, that one stayed in there well. A good. The eagle's good. The top half has healed well. Yeah. The, the bottom, bottom half, half, not so much. That's when I used to be real heavy. I was looking at this last night. Like, look how thick this is going. The lines are thick, man. <laughs> Um, It'd be like four times of what your line would be. Yeah. There's so many style changes of the tattoos I've done on you. Yeah. And inks as well. Yep. <laughs> I think the inks is like a big part on the healing. Yeah. Finding yeah. stuff that goes in easy for the way that you tattoo and stuff like that. Definitely. So you've, yeah, you've got all the different levels of my tats. Yeah, absolutely. But that would essentially be like how I got into it as well. Mm. Well, yep. you, I was tattooing you pretty regularly. From, yeah. say, 2015 onwards. Yeah. Yeah, 2015 would have been the first time I got off yep. here, I reckon. And then, yeah. I don't know. I think it was just like the more and more I was around it, the more I thought about it. It was never something I thought about in high school. I never, mm. like, drew or anything like that. I was working in a trade. I was miserable by the end of it. I remember I mentioned it to you when I was 21. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, you should do it. And you're like, all right, well, just start tracing some flash and do this and do that. And it was, I think I did it like fucking 20 times. And I was like, oh, I can't fucking do this. <laughs> so I gave up. And then another three years passed by and I genuinely was just fucking miserable. And I was like, yeah. I can't do this. And I, it was like, I'd been thinking about it and thinking about it. And um, a change of job came up and I was just looking for jobs and, probably having a bit of a meltdown and Rachel was just like, well, what do you want to fucking do then? And I was like, well, I want a tattoo. And she was like, just do it. Mm. And I was like, what do you fucking mean? I'm not going to make any money. Like, how are we going to do this? And she's like, it's fine. Just do it. She'd just finished studying. I think she wanted to take like a year to 
just work, get some money back up, and then start looking for a job relevant to her studies. Yeah. She was like, I've just finished studying. You can do this. And it was like, all right, let's do it. And I, I remember I actually – I can't remember why, but I went right back in our messages the other night and I read through the messages that I sent you when I was like... Oh, there'd be fucking heaps on there. Yeah, but yeah, telling me off for not showing up and shit like (laughs) that. But yeah, I I think like essentially I just sent you a message. I was like, I know I've like said it to you before. I'm not like, I don't want to waste your time or anything like that, but I am fucking serious about it now. Yeah. And you were just like, get these pens, get some tracing paper, get some books, just start tracing. Damn. Yeah, and... That's essentially what happened and I think I just started getting tattooed more and more again, coming in, showing my face at the shop and then started bugging Scott, Scott Moss, yep. to give us a crack and then when you left for, I think it was like probably two weeks, but yeah, it was two weeks before you left to open Carlton, um, he gave me a, rank, a ring. I remember I quit my, job, my last job as a welder probably like six weeks before that, I was like, fuck it, I'm, I'm quitting. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm going to go get an afternoon shift job and just in a factory. I was just like picking and packing orders so that I could like, that, that was just my mindset. I was like, I'm going to get a job that I can do at night so I can go to the shop in the Arvo. I haven't even got the apprenticeship yet, but I'm going to do what I have to to make it work. Yeah. And then I was, it was like 8.30 at night and I was down this like laneway picking shit and I saw Scott someone come up and I was like, fuck, and answered it. And he was like, Come in, we'll give you a two-week trial. And I was like, sweet, done. I'll be there tomorrow. And he was like, it was like a Thursday night. And he was like, slow down, come in on like Tuesday. And I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it was just like, I don't know. Just I think it was just like that blue-collar approach to things. I was fucking half an hour early every morning. Yep. I was out the front sitting on a milk crate waiting for them as they rocked up to open every, every morning. And it was just like, did what I had to to yeah. get in there. Uh, that's good as. Yeah. See, I don't remember. I see, like, I feel like I wasn't paying attention to all of that. So I like never remember how it you started. You would have had a lot on your mind. You were about to open your first shop. So it was probably irrelevant to you. Yeah. And I was also teaching Bella to ta- at the same time. So yeah. It was that's probably. Right. Um, it feels like, I feel like you've tattooed for ages. Yeah. But then tell us about COVID. So obviously like you started your apprenticeship. Yeah. And then we had COVID. Mm, so I started November 2019 at Vintique. Then what, we went into our first lockdown within March? March 2020, was it? Yeah, it was March 2020. So then, um, yeah, I think, what? how long did we cop the first time? Around six weeks or something like that? I can't that? remember. It all blurred into one. Yeah. But yeah. that was a, I feel like that was a difficult time for tattooing because, um, I mean, for some people, it was like if you had a fully established career and stuff like that and all of that, like, you know, it was, it was like a forced holiday in a way. Yeah. And stuff like that. But for someone like you, it was a completely different experience. Like you were you were actually still trying to learn how to tattoo. Yeah. And just trying to learn how to paint, let alone, let, let alone fucking draw. Yeah. So it was like I was just sitting at home painting the most shit flash. But Scott was good. He was on to me. He was like, just keep painting every day, every day, every day. Called me like most days. Yeah. Kept me onto it. And then it was like we went, I think we went back after six weeks, worked for a month and then went in again. And then we had a big one, I think, three, yeah. four months. I don't know. I can't, It's like such a blur now. Yeah. All I remember is like coming back at the end of 2020 and that's when Scott decided to leave and open Golden Heart and I stayed at Vintique. And then I remember I went for like a run with you guys and you're like, what do you want to do? 
And I was like, what do you fucking mean? I want to tattoo. And they were like, all right, tat yourself. <laughs> and if it's all right, you can tat. And I was like, all right, sick. Was that this the run around the tan or the run at the beach? Uh, no, nah, that was up at Elwood. And we were doing like the fitness with Steph. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. And I uh, did some shit ass fucking old English army leg for Rachel. I actually thought that was all right. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's all falling out now. <laughs> Obviously chewed myself pretty hard. And um, that was pretty much it. Yeah. Lucky enough, I had some mates who had just jumped in straight away. I'm like, tattoo me. You can tap me. And that was it. And then it was like tattooed for maybe a month, another lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> Two months, come back, tattoo for fucking five weeks, another lockdown. So that was a fucking nightmare because it was like, I'd barely tattooed every time you came back. It was like you were starting all over again. Yep. Yeah, it was difficult. Like, obviously, the inconsistency and stuff like that. But you were tattooing at home a little bit and stuff. Yeah. You can say it on here. No one gives a fuck. For the last lockdown. and yeah. it, But that was a big one. I think that was like three, four months. Yeah. Because it, they were saying, oh, it'll only be two weeks. And I was like, it's not. And I think I'd probably gotten like five months of tattooing, six months of tattooing in by then. And I sort of rang Bobby and I was just like, I can't keep fucking doing this. Like, I need to learn to tat. Yeah. Can I'm, I'm just going to tat from home. And he was like, uh... He was just happy for me to do it. He yeah. was like, go to the shop, grab whatever you need. I took everything. I took the stencil <laughs> machine, everything. And then, yeah, it was like I just had, I think I did like four or five days a week. I'd just get one person in and I'd just bang out a bunch on him. And that was very helpful because it was like, I think I'd had enough input from you guys that I understood what I was doing, but there was no like shoulder to lean on to have me handheld. Yep. And I think for some people that would be really difficult to learn, but I've always sort of excelled in an environment like that where it's just sort of hands off and you just got to fucking do it. Yep. And it was sort of lucky because it was like you guys are around, Bobby was around, Rudy was around, like all within a five-minute walk. So it was like I'd just call Rudy or someone if I really needed help, but overall like it went pretty well. And then it was like we came out and I felt like it was just sort of – not smooth sailing, it never is, but it was just, I don't know, a lot easier yep. because there was no break. Well, I feel like it was like, yeah, when we came out of the last one, which was probably what the end, it was in like October or something, November in... Um, 2021. 2021. And then it was like, I just, everyone just was like, oh, you're just like a fully fledged tatter because you'd... I feel like those that, that year of COVID was like, it felt like five years in oh. people's minds, you know? And like you'd been tattooing most of the time. And then you came out and it was like the busiest tattooing's ever been. So like oh, yeah. you got to do like, that's the funny thing I always think is, you know, like everyone just has different opinions on this. And it's like some people put massive amount of weight on time, tattoo, time you've spent tattooing and some people don't. Yeah. Um, but I always thought it's like, you could have tattooed for say five years, but done fuck all tattoos. Yeah. But then like I like you, for example, or Bella, you know, like just because of the time you came into tattooing and access to clients and stuff like that. It's like you've probably done more tattoos in your first two years of tattooing than I did in my first five. Yeah. Because I remember like when when probably back when not I was probably not as good, but uh <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. You've probably done the same amount of shit ones as I have. In I'm, a shorter amount of shorter yeah. amount of time. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that makes yeah. you feel a little bit better. <laughs> And then um, after, so you came back after COVID and you were at Vintage. Yeah. So what was it? It must have been. It was October of 2021. 
Yeah. And then when- All you- I know is I did, my, I did my first tat in December, 2020. And then I started here January, 2022. Yep. Yeah, that's right. You were going to come- we September. planned for you to come in September yeah. of 2022. Yeah, that's right. But it's because there was so much change going on after COVID and um, like essentially during the course of those years, Scott had started Golden Heart. Yeah. We'd moved the Carlton shop to St. Kilda. I lived in St. Um, Kilda. Yeah. And a lot of people were moving around. Rudy and Brooke, they opened Inkies in Carlton. Um so there was a lot of change going on. And I think the, I think one of the, the good things about COVID, if you can find one, is that like it gave people time to reflect on like what they wanted to do, where they wanted to be, work environments and stuff. So across the board in the industry, I think there was a lot of change. Like people were moving shops, moving states, yeah. all that oh, sort of stuff. So there's definitely a lot of moving states. Yeah. So that's sort of why I guess like we decided like for you to come up here. Yeah. And it was like, I would have been like happy regardless i was just happy to be tattooing yeah. you know it was like it was like a wet dream coming alive <laughs> but, but it was it was for like a long time it was sort of just this like fantasy thing in my head and then i don't know something just clicked and i was like fuck i just gotta do it i used to work with all these miserable fucking alcoholics and shit like that and it was just like becoming more and more apparent i was like fuck do i really want my life to turn out like this because it was like it's gonna <laughs> it definitely was gonna what were you doing welding boats uh, no, that's how I did my apprenticeship as a boilermaker building um, aluminium boats and Inverloch. And then uh, what was I doing next? I was at Jayco Caravans for like three months or something, making chassis. Um, after that, I did like stainless balustrading and handrails and stuff like that. A lot of commercial so stuff. It was all like welding. And stuff. All, all welding fabrication, yeah. Yep. And then... Um, yeah, spit the dummy. I was constantly, I think it was It was funny. I would sort of only ever last like two years in a particular area of that industry. And then it'd be like, all right, I've got to go. Because yep. it was just not stimulating enough for me. Look, working, I guess like you could say it's two different workplaces, Vintique and Carlisle, but I'm working for the same people. Yep. So essentially, I think this is like the longest I've ever worked for someone. Fuck. Yeah. Wow. Do you think having come from a work environment that you didn't enjoy has made you appreciate tattooing more? Yeah, Like, absolutely. do you look back on that? All the time. Yep. Like, this, I don't know. I feel like I haven't really had shit days. To, oh, actually, I fucking lie. There are shit days <laughs> tattooing when it's just not going your way and you fucking hate everything about it. But those worst days doing that still better than me best days doing that. Yeah, know? okay. Yeah, absolutely. That's always interesting hearing about like how people get into tattooing because I don't think anyone's ever had the same pathway. No, nah, not at all. You know? But I'm very, very appreciative that I had a blue collar background. Yep. Because like I've done some shit fucking jobs like just in the blistering heat on like a fucking 38 degree day doing just hard manual labor essentially. And now to like come in and tattoo and it's like, Oh, you might tattoo from 11 to 11. And I was doing that sometimes. Um, and I still happily would these days, really. But it's like that. It may be mentally draining, but I'm still like, I'm not like getting fucking burnt. I'm not cutting my hands open. Yeah. Like it's just, and it, I love it. It's, it's, it may be like mentally draining in the fact that it's like, you've got to concentrate so much, but there's no like, I don't know. 
you're not lethargic because you fucking hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I think the, I think the, the hard bit mentally about the tattooing is, is like, you want to be doing it every day, all day, every day. Yeah. But the hard bit is like getting the customers to allow you to do that. So yeah. I think that's where like when I was starting and stuff like that, it's like even it's the trying to get your career to the point where like you want it to be. So you're actually doing what you want to do. Absolutely. And I also think by you want to do it every day, but I think you need to give yourself some sort, you need at least one day a week. Oh, definitely. Because I think like you just burn yourself out. And when you do that, you're not performing at your best. Yeah. You're just not. Yeah. Well, I experienced that when I was working every day. It was like, I can't complain because I chose to do it. Yeah. Um, but it was like towards the end is like you start to wish you were doing other things yeah. or you feel like you're missing out on stuff or whatever. And then you start to sort of like, re- I started to resent tattooing a little bit. And it should definitely shouldn't feel Exactly. Like so then like having pulled it back, having a few days off a week now. It's like I actually get to like a Tuesday morning and I'm like, I'm keen to tap. Oh, I've, you know? I used to wake up every day like, maybe I should just drive into this fucking tree because I, <laughs> I do not want to go to work. And now it's like, I've, I've never felt like, oh, I've got to go to fucking work. I haven't felt like that in years. And yeah. that was like, that was a part of my daily routine, waking up going, yeah, sick. I'm going to go do this fucking shit today. Yeah. And I could be doing something better. Yeah, definitely. And, but, and it, like, go, sort of going back to the seven days a week thing, I think there's, like, people out there that can do that consistently and, like, stay on top of things, but I can't. <laughs> no, it's good to know that. need to reset. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. You've got, you've got, I think you've just got to find, like, your balance. Yep. And with your tattooing for the next, say, like, I don't know how long you sort of look at your tattoo career, but I go, like, one year, five years, ten years. Yeah. Do you, do you have, like, goals? Or like the things that you want to do or achieve or plans? You don't have to. Just yeah, oh, there definitely are. Um, I think like I'm still very focused on just, I still feel like, like I'm learning so much. Yep. I'm still just very focused on like getting my tattoos and essentially like style to a point that I'm like happy with and being on a consistent path, like tattooing stuff that, I feel like is what my tattoos should look like, if that makes any sense at all, I guess. Like like think, what you want them to look like. Yeah, like I think just like concreting what I want my style to be and yep. doing that consistently and all my tattoos looking like that. But that obviously, the if you're getting that work every day, obviously determines that. And you're not always going to get that. But um, I think you can... If your style's like developed enough, you can let that impact every single tattoo you do. Yep. It's, a, it's like Scott, for instance, or you or Bobby or, or Bella. Every single tattoo you do looks like one of your tattoos. And maybe this is just me wigging out, but it's like I feel like sometimes they don't always look the same. I don't know. Maybe you're thinking about it too much. Because I think every tattoo you does looks like you've done it. Okay, well, I'm definitely overthinking it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not then. You think about the style a lot though, which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, But that's something I've noticed is like you definitely, yeah, I think you have a real focal point on it. Yeah, definitely. But like other goals is just traveling. Like I still want to do... We've done Sydney, we've done Queensland, but Queensland doesn't count. It's twenty four hours. I won't go. <laughs> I won't go we did do, the TatCon. 
in Brisbane. Yeah, we did that last year. Yep. But as as for like this year, I just want to get over to Perth, Adelaide, do another trip up to Queensland. Yep. And and probably Tasmania because like Mr. Two Heads mentioned it, Mickey's keen. So I was like, fuck you, yeah, let's do that. That'd I'm be actually cool, going man. to Phil Island this weekend. But that's right. Yeah. It's just a one day out, but it would be cool to meet Bugsy. He's been around a long time, had a big impact on Australian tattooing. So yeah. I think that stuff's like very important. Well, when I did the. Um Cause like when I came up in tattooing, like Bugsy was massive. Yeah. Like he's still a big tattooer, but like he was like the man. Yeah. And um, he'd recently just put out that book. I think it was called Done With Electricity. That's the book, yeah. Yes. Which was about, I'm not sure if it was only Australian tattooers. I think it, yeah, it, it was Australian and New Zealand tattooers, but yeah. like I had like four words from Chad Keplinger and yeah. stuff like that. I've got the book, so I should know. Yeah. Um, the back. <laughs> but then when I did the interview with Stevie, Stevie was massive raps on Bugsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I and think. I think like I've not th- like I see his tattoos all the time. Yeah, but I sort of had forgotten like how how influential he was yeah. on a lot of people. Yeah. No, that's awesome. So he's got a shop down in Phillip Island. Yeah, it's You're doing guess Phillip what? Island tattoo. Yeah. Me, Mickey, Chalks down for Saturday. Should be good fun. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, it's always good to just like move around yep. a little bit, and then next year just. I know hopefully the UK and US. Yep. You're doing the, are you doing that Sydney tattoo convention? Yeah, we're doing the Iron Temper convention in November. Iron Gates or something like that. The Iron Gate. I think it's called the Iron Gate. Yeah. Could be wrong. That'll be good fun. Yep. I actually really enjoy Sydney. Sydney's good, man. Yeah. And I didn't get to do everything I wanted to do when we're up there in Feb. So where are you going to stay when you go up? No idea. <laughs> mm. Probably Bondi again. I actually really liked it. It's good, man. If, if it's close enough. You got to go to the Bondi RSL again. Oh, can't wait. I'm tattooing on Saturday the guy, Charlie, who gave us the recommendation for the Bondi RSL. Oh, yeah, sick. Anyone in Sydney, I think we said this last time, we went. We got it, We got told to go to the Bondi RSL and it was like possibly the most Australian place I've ever been and I loved it. Ah, makes you feel like you're in it. (laughs) (laughs) You always are, but that's like proper Aussie culture right there. Yeah. You've got the cover band playing like the, what's that song off Bondi Rescue? Uh, um, Thirsty Merc. Yeah. I think it's called Sweet Time Summertime or something, some shit like that. And while you're looking at Bondi Beach. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Prolific. Would you do overseas? Is that part of the, like you would like to do that or not? Yeah, definitely next year. Any, any countries in particular? Just the States and the UK at this point in time. Yep. I reckon Ireland would be fucking sick as well though because that is not a part of the UK, how? Oh, second, you're the second person to mention that. Yeah, dog. Only one person brought it up <clears throat> after I said that and then Bella read it out on the next podcast. Well, last like, time a guy was in here getting a tattoo with a map of Ireland and I said it was England, he was not fucking happy. So, <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Didn't he fucking yell at you or something? Yeah. <laughs> but he was also a fucking maggot. So it was like, yeah, fuck up, sit down. <laughs> oh, fuck. Have you had any funny customer experiences lately while we're on it? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't, don't think so. I don't think they would stand out. I feel like it's actually been pretty normal recently. Yeah. What about you? Um, I feel like I would know. I haven't had any actual customers that i've tattooed but the one that i was talking about last night which stuck in my mind was um i had this i don't know if you even here when that fucking crazy dude uh, he was, wanted to talk to me about out the front oh the white supremacist well i'm going to assume he is a white supremacist based on what he wanted to get he tattooed but he goes so he comes in the shop was full 
and he's like, oh, can I, I want to talk about some ink. And I was like, oh, we don't sell ink here. Like, cause people come and ask occasionally to, to buy like tattoo ink from us. And um, we, I was like, oh, we don't sell it. And he's like, no, 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 I want to get some ink. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, what do you want to get? And he's like, oh, can I talk to you out the front? And usually I would say, no, I'd just be like, oh, we can just talk about it here. And, but cause it was like heaps of people in the shop and it was very busy where I was standing. I was like, yeah, all right, we'll talk out the front. Anyway, see, so he had this long-winded story that I was trying to piece together from what he was saying. And so essentially from what I can understand is like he'd gone to jail and got like fucked up in jail, like stabbed heaps of times in the in the in his whole torso, chest and stomach. Oh, I wonder what for. Yep. And he wanted to cover up the scars. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that's fair enough. You know, like if you don't like what they look like. And he, anyway, but I was getting a bit like, he was a bit of a twitchy dude and he kept putting his hands in his pockets and stuff. And he was telling this weird story and kept like demonstrating how he was getting stabbed. And I was thinking certain things like, is this kind of going to stab me? Yeah. So I was like getting a bit nervous. And anyway, so essentially what had happened from what I can understand is he'd been kicked out of the Aryan Brotherhood, the white supremacy gang or whatever. And they'd like removed heaps of his tats that he had. Oh, yeah, and then he wanted to get he wanted to get him recreated in the Southern Cross on his full front to cover up his scars, and obviously, like it's not something we would do, and we're not into we don't support that at all. But I I felt like if I just told him to fuck off, he who could potentially like want to fight me or whatever. Well, there was the day he came in when you guys weren't here, and he got told to fuck off, and he was flipping out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and I'd never seen him before. Obviously, he's coming here before and stuff. And I was like, oh, we don't really do that sort of stuff, man. And he was trying to like argue the point. And I was just like, oh, I was like, oh man, you're gonna have to go somewhere else. And anyway, he ended up leaving, but I came back in and I was like, oh fuck. I was like, mate, that was the weirdest experience. Like I seriously thought he was gonna fucking stab me. Yeah, Carlisle Street, you get it all. Yeah, so other than that though, nothing um, nothing crazy. Bella's customer passed out the other week, but that's- Yeah, and then Mickey's not- as well. I wasn't- It was like there. a two in three days or something. Really? Like that. Yeah. Maybe- we need to do like a how to prepare to get tattooed segment. Maybe. Because I remember when I was younger getting tattooed and I was like on like my diet trying to stay healthy. Yeah. yeah. Fit, and I would like never eat to get tattooed. And then afterwards you just fucking be wrecked. Yeah. Well, I've I've like, I reckon I've, oh, I've no, nah, there was that one time, I, the first time I got tattooed by you and I was fucking smashed. And I, <laughs> That was the only time I've ever passed out. And I don't even really remember it, but the reality is I've probably been up for like 36 hours, not eaten in that whole time and drank a lot of fucking alcohol among other things. So you're always going to hit the deck. But since then I've always eaten before a tattoo. And yesterday when I got tattooed by John was the first time that I haven't. Really? And I was actually fine, but I was sort of driving there and I was like, oh, fuck, I hope I don't pass out on him. He'll think I'm the biggest fucking pussy. <laughs> Last time I was there, he was like, you're a good sitter, mate. And I was like, oh, fuck, I don't want to be like taking that back from him. But no, it was actually fine. But I think- it, What did you get tattooed yesterday from John? You're talking about Johnny Dollar. Yeah, yeah. Um, Johnny Entwistle. Yeah, Johnny Entwistle. Yep. Uh, he tattooed my pop in 1968. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I reckon he's going to do a backflip when I see him next and show him that I got tattooed by him. Fucking went in be able to wrap his head around it, I don't reckon. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, what'd you get tattooed? Because you got um, the wrap on it now, I can't see. Yeah, I got just like an old piece of flash, a skull with some like small rose bulbs coming through it, like four of them. Nice. Got a rose in my wrist from him the other week. So for those who don't know, 
John's shop is on Punt Road. Yeah, Punt Road, Richmond. It's uh, just, just it's almost across the road from the MCG. Yeah, yeah. It's like so close. It's Bridge Road up the top of the hill there, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like so close to Bridge Road. Yeah. It's I, a, I can't it's tell in a, you the number. It, it looks like a double story terrace house. Well, it is. It's like a res, it looks like a residential building. Small orange sign that yeah. says tattoo on it, and that's it. So that's like, yeah, a big part of Australian tattoo history and culture. If. If anyone's into that, I'd recommend going in there and getting tattooed. And Absolutely. If you want something you can like really take some pride in in like, you know, the next 10 years, you've got to jump on it. Yeah. Because it's very, yeah. You, you're you not going to have much of an opportunity to get someone tattooed by, tattooed by someone of that caliber like ever again in Australia, essentially. Yeah. I think like Max Shatter still tattoos a little bit out in Sydney and Tony Cohen and stuff like that. But as far as Melbourne goes... Like Cindy Ray, Bev, she doesn't tattoo anymore. I think, I think he's really it. Like, yeah. Well, then there's like Jed Hill, but he's a bit younger. Well, I think he's just retired. Really? Yeah, I th- I've I've got him on Facebook. I think I read a post about him closing, de- finally shutting the doors to the shop the other night. Wow. Hamish could, if Hamish is listening, he can correct us. But I'm I'm pretty sure he's retired now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, Johnny is of that like golden era, you know. Yep. He said, well, I was talking to him yesterday. He's like, I started in 68, so your pop's got like the timeline, right? It would have been yep. 68 or 69. And he got tattooed on Flinders Street. That's so cool. Yeah. Have you got anything else to say? Um, Give us the rundown of your, um, so how can people find you? Cody Hill Tattoos on Instagram. Send us a DM. It's the best way to get me. I'm not going to give him my phone number. So. <laughs> yeah. And what's your house address? Uh, just let's just say St Kilda. I'm not saying whether it's east, west, nothing. You can just look for me if you want me. You'll see me around. But no, nah, Instagram or just walk into the shop or call the shop. What's the shop number? I don't know what the phone number is, there but it's go. on the shop Instagram. Yeah, in the bio if you want to have a look. Yeah, it's all Instagram with those guys. Yeah. All right, we got to get to work because I've got to set up, and get tattooing. Figure Thanks out. for having me again. Figure out. No worries. Thanks for coming on. Um, yeah, please follow, rate. And like the podcast. Bella, get over here and say your bit. Bella's been here the whole time. She's just been fucking sitting in the corner, not saying anything. I thought you guys would get sick of me, so I sat this one out. But like, follow, subscribe. Um, rate. rate. Yeah. Someone's obviously given us a dud rating on Spotify. And give, really us, give us some shit feedback. Tell it's us what we need to improve gone on. Gone down to 4.9 stars. Dogs. Out of five. It was me. Mm. Maybe you got like maybe you only got like a four and a half stars instead of five, or do you think you got? I don't like know. Stars? I don't know how the star ranking thing works. This is why I sat this episode out because I think I'm the issue. So you're definitely not. You're like full natural. Nah. <laughs> anyway, so like, follow, subscribe. Maybe it's me. Thanks for listening. I feel like I've been a part of this episode, yeah. but I haven't. Thank you for coming on, Cody. I will see you for the rest of today. I'm looking at you. Bye bye. This episode is brought to you by Carlisle Tattoo Co. 178 Carlisle Street, St Kilda, Melbourne, Australia.